set back, there's no flag. And there's a goal for Dwight York. Sheringham, he looks for Dwight York, who looks for the back of the net and finds it. Dwight York scores his second. And it's York taking it from Stefanovs. Dwight York! 21 and a half minutes and a hat-trick. Yes, former Man U striker Dwight York joins us on the line. Dwight, thanks so much for your time. We're pumped knowing Man- Manchester United are coming to town, but tell us, how would the players be feeling about a trip to Australia? Hi, guys. Morning to everybody and all your uh, listeners. Um, listen, uh, I'm sure that uh, United will be excited to be coming here. It, you know, it's been a difficult uh, couple of years for everyone with the pandemics, and it's good to see Australia as a whole is opening, particularly in Melbourne here again. I know that you also have the Formula Formula One coming in a, in a few weeks' time, so the fans are really exciting. And uh, you come into one of the most iconic stadiums in the world, the MCG, and uh, one of the most iconic teams in world football is coming into Australia. So it you know it seems to go hand in hand, and uh, I'm sure the fans will be excited about it. Sure, will be. Do you think it will be a full strength squad coming to Australia? In other words, will Cristiano Ronaldo be here? <laughs> well, listen, uh, I am quietly confident in many respects, and the reasons for me saying this is because the World Cup. If people who who understand the World Cup usually takes part uh, in June, July uh, of each uh, every four years. This year, particularly because it's been held in Qatar. It will be, you know, hell. It will be host uh, in December. So the players now will be back here, fully preparing not just for the season, but also with one eye uh, for the World Cup. So I'm expecting a full strength Manchester United team to be here. What a shot in the arm for Australian soccer! I mean, this is going to be a hundred thousand people, Joey. Like this will be packed out MCG to see two or some of the world's biggest sporting superstars, and you were one such player, Dwight. At the absolute peak of your powers, or was it forty-eight goals um, for Manchester United, Blackburn, Birmingham City, then a stint at Sydney FC? We're talking earlier with Joey and Kath about pre-game anxiety and how Joey's captain Nick Rewalt would get so anxious before the game and and so wound up when you were at the absolute prime part and scoring. The prime part of your career and scoring goals were fun. People are wearing your shirts, they're cheering your name. How did you feel walking out onto the pitch? And what, what was what was your energy like at the moment? Were you excited? Were you relaxed? Were you anxious? How did you feel? Well, I think with my West Indian background, uh, <laughs> I'm, I think it, it, it goes to say I'm pretty relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't get too excited about anything that much, but I, I do get excited when I'm turning up at the stadium, seeing the fans, seeing, you know, they're coming here to not just watch me, but the team play. Um, it's what you dream of as a young boy and uh, to experience such uh, event and uh, atmosphere, you've got to embrace it because that's what the ultimate is. And you won't be playing for Manchester United because everywhere we go, the crowd comes out in the numbers, the, the expectation gets higher. And, uh, you know, you can't show any sign of weakness. So, yeah, I used to love it because I see the game as an entertain, as an entertaining sport. People pay a lot of money, a hard-earned money to come and watch the game. And you want to entertain them. You want them to leave the stadium being satisfied in terms of what they have seen. And hopefully in those periods of time, you kind of contribute to that in whichever way you can. But fantastic opportunity for any young man because it's uh, – 
it's an opportunity that you're playing at the MC, uh, MCG, which is the iconic stadium here. Not a lot of people get that opportunity to do that. As you mentioned, 100,000 people uh, are expected. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that for a player. You know, it's outside of the, the Premier League, but it's good to come out and see that, you know, football in a different country, how much it's been embraced in this part of the world as well. And we're very excited to have Man United come to Melbourne and, of course, play at the MCG. We are chatting the soccer royalty, Dwight York. I want to ask about Manchester United and playing for the club. What is so special about Manchester United and playing for that club? Well, uh, I think just a little comparison. I obviously started out at Aston Villa as a, a, a young professional at the age of uh, 16. Um, I spent 10 years there, and which is a, a club deep in history as well. Um, great traditional, fantastic club to be at. And what I consider my my sort of uh, education in football, learning what professionalism, you know, training every day, applying yourself, you know, the sacrifice and stuff that you need to make during those times, and of course. In that period of time, in that 10 years, I've propelled myself to be the, the top player there at a football club, managed to win a couple of trophies, but there was something else missing. Yeah. And so I need to extend myself and go to a, a bigger club. Not that Aston Villa is not a huge club because they are, but I wanted to test myself. And then, you know, when I found out that United was interested with Sir Alex Ferguson, I could be the best manager in world football. Mm. And to play alongside the likes of Beckham, Gig Scholes, you know, Yapstam, Peter Schmeichel, you know, mm. you know, absolutely legend wow. of the game. It was a kind of a no-brainer. But then you kind of, you know United was a big club, but until you actually walk through the door and experience what we call the theater of dreams, mm. it's just a whole new level. There is a whole new level, a whole new level of expectation, um, the history behind the football club, what it meant. And, um, yeah, you kind of realize that you are at the very uh, peak of your career when you play for the likes of Manchester United. There's no other football club like like Manchester United. So in saying that, people would think, gee, you must have felt enormous pressure playing for Manchester United under Sir Alex Ferguson. But you've got a really interesting theory when it comes to pressure. I've heard you talk about this before, pressure mm-hmm. v expectation. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, I think the word pressure is used very lightly um, because, again, again, with my upbringing, um, you know, coming from a family of nine, uh, we live in a two-bedroom house. Uh, not even though it was a happy household, not often we have you know meals to feed feed everyone, but we were very happy uh, because that's all we knew. Um, maybe not being able to pay the bills. I, I consider those things. Uh, pressure when you can't pay your mortgage and you can't provide for your family. You know, us as players, we're in a privileged position. You get paid, win, lose, or draw. Mm. Um, You're there to entertain. Um, Expectation, yeah, I agree with that. But I don't really see pressure. And that's my take. Uh, Not not, not a lot of people will agree with me or from my perspective. But that's what my beliefs are. And, And I feel that we are privileged players to be paying a vast amount of money to be entertaining people. I don't see that as pressure. And just finally, before we let you go, Dwight, the nickname, All Night Dwight, it's a famous one. I assume that's just because you're very good on the dance floor throughout all hours. Is that, that'd be right? Yeah, I had a probably good night. Uh, I think that's probably what it was. And playing, and what about playing uh, with our man Bosnich, having it going out? I'm sure you had a few late nights with Mark Bosnich, or was he like going out with Be Quiet? Yeah, we certainly did. We certainly <laughs> did, because uh, you 
you party hard, you play hard. That was the motto um, back in the day. <laughs> Things have changed now, but that was certainly part of the, the criteria of being a sportsman. And, of course, you're living the dream. I mean, how are you not going to embrace it? At the end of the day, once you stay within that protocol, you're not breaking any rules and, and regulation or being dishonored in terms of your, your behavior, I don't see any problem. It's part of the process of, you know, at the per, uh, at the peak of your career because when you're going to enjoy it, when you retire, it That's doesn't right. happen that way. You've got to have some time to have fun. But once you stay within the protocol, that would be my my take on that. But, yeah, certainly it was a damn good night, I can tell you that. <laughs> and so, yeah, all night right. Well, I could ask you about that night and, and many others, I think, but we've run out of time, unfortunately. Dwight, thanks so much yes. for your time and joining us on Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Pleasure, guys. Thanks all night. What a, <laughs> what a cool cat. Yeah. Oh, you're on nickname basis with yeah, Dwight yeah, now already, we're, we're tight now. What a legend. <laughs>